Good morning, everyone. I don't really have a quippy thing to say. What do I got to call you guys? Can someone create a, can someone create like a name for like the people that listen to this? Cause that'd be cool. Cause then I could just say it directly to you and it'd be like a personalized intro. I do have a question though. This is something I need to ask. Um, how many times? Well, after how many times of, like, looking at someone, like, glancing at them. Like, this is a stranger. This is a stranger. How, after how many times is it, like, appropriate to talk to that person? Like, for example, if I'm at the gym and there's a cute guy there and we keep looking at each other. Like, I look at him and we look away and then he's, like, looking at me and I could see him in the mirror looking at me. When is it appropriate to introduce myself? More importantly, when is it in a, when is it appropriate for him to come talk to me so I don't have to make that decision? And then, is it appropriate to be like, hey, let's go like get drinks or like get dinner? Is that cool? Would you guys like that? Answer answer me the question. Like, I'm not talking about like during the actual like set. I would never. But like in between sets, like he's just walking around. What if I ask him? What's gonna happen? Not a single thing is negative is gonna happen. There's nothing. The worst case scenario is he'll be like, no. <laughs> and that will hurt. <laughs> but I'll, we'll get through it. Alright, guys. You sold me. I'm gonna do it today at the gym. Anyways. Welcome to Wildly Unprepared. Very excited. <laughs> I'm Kayla. Your host, as always. Today is a personal favorite. Today is a very emotional episode. And it's a really good episode. If I do say so myself, and I do, I would know. I'm not one to toot my own horn, especially if something is not good. But this episode I'm really proud of. We're talking about expectations and potential. Have we reached our potential? What are we doing to do so? And sort of the burden of feeling that way. A feeling if maybe we didn't reach our potential. So we have that. And I'm sorry if it makes you emotional. I did. I do cry in this episode. I'm very sorry. We knew it was going to happen. Anyone that knows me knew it was coming soon. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you listen to this and then end up crying at me crying. Or the, the, the topic makes you cry. But I promise, promise, promise. It's worth it. It's worth it. Get all the way to the end and get all the way through. And you're going to feel good. You're gonna, if you do cry, it'll be a good cry and you get it out and you'll have a lot of reflection and feel good and go on with your day and it'll be great. I promise. So please listen all the way through. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for getting me to 100 plays on my podcast and it's the second week. Um, thank you so much and um, please enjoy. Thank you. Alright, so, potential. Alright, we all got it. Some of us got it. Some, everyone wants it. <laughs> um, I started thinking about this because recently, something that always comes up when you like are dating, you know, you have the like, casual dating questions. that come up, you know, like, what's your favorite food? What do you like to do? Whatever. And you know, once in a while, it always comes up like, what's your biggest fear? And every time I answer that, it feels like just like taking a 
chip right out of my heart every single time I answer because truthfully my biggest fear is not reaching my potential and like not reaching expectations and I've had this fear since forever since I was a kid um but it has drastically gotten worse and worse over the years I I think a lot of people struggle with that and also there's many things that contribute to it especially for like I'd say like younger millennial and then like older gen z era I'm only speaking for that era because I know that I only that's what I know I know those of us that were treated as like quote-unquote gifted kids in in school and you were like advanced classes and all this stuff got good grades awards and all this stuff and then you're like an adult and you feel like sort of like mediocre sometimes and um like like you like um like an imposter almost like it just doesn't feel like like that was like fake and then and this is like the real you and you're just like not doing what you're supposed to do and I really don't know why that happens to so many of us it, I what I do know is like it's an awful feeling to think that you're not doing what you're supposed to do or feel like you're not trying your best and I'll admit it like sometimes it just doesn't feel like you're trying your best but I would say for the majority of us we are trying our best like in any given moment I don't think anyone wants to (laughs) be mediocre I think mediocre people don't know they're mediocre does that make sense like mediocre actual mediocre people are not like consciously thinking like am I mediocre you know like that's so obviously it's like not a real thing it's not real but we've all created it in our head that we're supposed to be doing more than what we're doing and that others have given expectations and you're just like not reaching them which sucks i think that's that's just a terrible feeling to feel like you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing and that's relative like what is supposed to do what are you supposed to do what was like laid out for you and I thought I started to think like in high school what I thought what I thought twenty four year old Kayla was gonna be. And honestly, I think I had like multiple different like dreams of who I wanted to be and who I thought I was gonna be. But I think a lot of it was definitely like college graduate <laughs> or um like med school or some kind of like involved in some sort of science and everything like that because I didn't get involved in like really the arts until college like I was into it but not into it until like a level like that it was going to be a profession because it just seemed like way way too risky and um too much too many variables to be successful so like most people I was like okay like I have these set goals and like if I go to med school and all that and that'd be great or I go to law school that'd be cool I really like English and history and everything like that so thinking about high school me what I would think about me now I pro it's it's sort of emotional I think because you don't want to let other people down which is obviously like not your responsibility but I think the feeling of like letting yourself down is like an unbearable feeling 
nothing, because there's, like, nothing you can do to, I don't know, like, psych yourself out of that. You can't, like, turn that off, like, yeah, okay, well, I'm just, like, not disappointed in myself anymore. Yeah, I'm crying. (laughs) That's so embarrassing. But it is emotional because you don't, you, you, I don't know if it was, like, what I saw in myself or what others saw in me that makes me emotional and makes me feel like I'm just, like, not doing my best. Because when you're told, I think a lot of people feel this way, and I'm sure whoever's listening to this, you're probably relating to that, hopefully. Well, I'm just crying for my own fucking embarrassment. <laughs> um, I think when you're told, like, over and over again, like, oh, you're so smart, like, you're gonna do great, you have such good potential to do X, Y, and Z, and just, like, being good at things... And obviously no one means that like maliciously, but I think depending on the person, you might be so fixated on that feeling that once people start like, I don't know, like stop cheering you on in that sense, that you feel like it's gone, that you feel like you're, you you don't have that potential anymore and that you've like failed in some, some capacity. Because for me personally, like growing up, I was... Oh, I mean, I'm still, let me, let me settle down. I am still all of these things, but speaking in the past, I was always like an athlete. I was really good at sports. Sports came supernatural to me. I was always good at them and that came with a lot of compliments all the time. And, uh, especially again, like male validation, unfortunately, but I'm sure that like fueled a lot of desire to be good at those things but again it just came naturally I didn't have to put any work into them and it was the same thing for school it just never was hard for me it never it very much came naturally like the only thing I struggled with was math and I struggled with it in the sense that if I just didn't pay attention and really like study then I would do bad but like if I would even try a little bit I was fine (laughs) like it was it was totally fine it was not something to worry about and what happened is I went to college and I decided not to play sports then I decided like not to play in for like scholarships or anything because I wanted to go to Penn State and and I just decided to like not play softball anymore and in my mind making that decision during that time Truthfully, I was really burned out from sports and from, like, putting so much attention on it and many other things, obviously, but doing something that long, when you take it that serious, it becomes, like, a job and then you stop having fun and then you, like, you, like, lose your your love for it, which is truthfully the point, like, the pressure we put on kids to just succeed in general is awful, but especially, like, athletes you treat them like like they're adults and they're still <laughs> they're still literally figuring like life out. I'm still figuring life out, god, like compared to like 17-year-old me. There's so much that's so much like extra added pressure. So going to college I wasn't doing any of that and I didn't realize because I wanted out of it. I was done with it. I was over it. It was too exhausting. Then going into college and just obviously a fully new environment, leaving all my friends, um, all my closest relationships, 
I didn't realize. God, now my nose is all stuffy. Um, I didn't realize that so much of my worth was from other people. Because if you would have asked me, 17-year-old me, who was super confident, I would have never, I would say like, no, I don't really care what anyone else thinks or whatever. Just like I would say now, and I'd probably still be lying now. But I was like, shit, like all this is gone. I'm not getting any like support in that sense. I'm not getting an outlet to be good at something. Because I, I also didn't realize that so much of like my happiness relied on me being good at something. Being the best or one of the best at whatever I was doing. I didn't realize that until I didn't have it. And God, that was awful. It was awful. And even like trying to do things there. It just, it made, it was so difficult. It was so difficult to want to do anything. And that, that, I didn't even realize freshman year that this was so much of an issue. Um, but hindsight 2020, that's when my depression developed in that point. Um, yeah, I, it got, yeah, it got to its worst in sophomore year of college. Um, and, and I realized it wasn't, like, I was so reliant on being good at things because if my teachers weren't telling me I was doing well, then I wasn't getting that. And then if I was playing sports that I wasn't necessarily, like, naturally a, an athlete at, well, not, not an athlete, just, like, naturally not super skilled at, I wasn't getting that feedback either. So it was like, God, like, what am I even doing here? It, it's, it was, like, so, like demoralizing and I was not myself by any means um I, I like it almost feels like those two years just were like nothing like obviously I, I now looking back obviously I'm very thankful to have that experience and just to grow from them but god they I think I've I did nothing. I felt like I like accomplished absolutely nothing. And if and I think that's why I feel like all the time like I'm just not doing my best or not doing what I like uh, my not reaching my potential what I'm supposed to be doing which is hard. <laughs> it's hard enough like life just in general. But when you are tr- like just trying, just existing, and then the voice in your head's like, you're just not doing enough. It's fucking awful. (laughs) And I know a lot of people feel that. Hence why I'm here right now, talking about it. Um, so yeah, it just, I, I feel like I wasted the time. I think that's why, because you can't get it back. And... Before recording this, I I would have told you I was very much over this period of my life, but evidently I was not. I obviously you can't live with regret whatsoever. It is super useless. And it is it's useless. That's pretty much it. It will just like kill you in the end and just like break your heart like all the things you were supposed to do. So I tried not to 
get caught up in that because of it, there's no point. All it does will all it will do is like make you upset, like and then like almost make you like hate yourself, which of course is <laughs> absolutely not okay and not fair. It's totally not fair to feel that way about yourself. Because what can you do? What's the point? You can't fix it. So you can't you can't be so fixated on that and all the negative things because there's nothing you can do about it. All you can do is like try to be better today. Which again is something that is like super easy to say, but not necessarily easy to uh <laughs> produce in real life. Because trying your best every day, when you still have that in the back of your head, your best still doesn't feel good enough. Like, even when you need like a moment, when you need to rest, when you need to relax, when you when you have so much anxiety but you feel like it's not like warranted, you feel like shit. You feel like you like wasted, a, again, like wasted a day when you could have been <laughs> being successful doing something, I guess. Because that's, like, how I'll think about it. Like, I'll be, like, in the worst, like, depressive episode. Or super anxious. And, of course, like, all I want to do is either I want to sleep. Or I get hyper fixated on something specific and I do that. But it's never something that is uh, productive in a sense of, like, work. Or, like, furthering myself. It'll be, like... Oh, like, let me, like, clean my room. Let me organize all my clothes and fold all my clothes. And, again, that's so stupid because <laughs> that stuff is important also. Because if it's going to make you feel better, of course it's always important. But when you're productive and you do something like that, all your mind thinks is, like, okay, well, you could you did that for 20 minutes. Why couldn't you have done what you're supposed to do? Right? Like, what you have been putting off what you need to work on. Why did you not do that? And it's you telling yourself that. No one else, well, depending on, <laughs> some people might, may have said it to you, said it to me, whatever. But I would say the majority of this is coming from yourself and your own self-doubt and your own feeling of like inferiority. Which is awful, because, <laughs> God, you give yourself a break. I always, like, I try to, like, talk to myself, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, can you, like, chill today? Can you give it a fucking rest for just five seconds? Like, it is very much okay that you did not become, like, a freaking, like, Nobel Peace Prize winner today. Like, what were you gonna do today that was gonna be so, like, important for your future? That you feel the need to like shit on yourself for like the next week. For feeling like you just like aren't doing what you're supposed to do. Like it's so unfair. And I don't know why or like where it came from. Because I know so many people feel that way. And I just don't understand where it came from. That we have to be producing something all the time. To be like worthy of relaxation. <laughs> like to feel worthy to take a break or or like laugh or enjoy yourself I sometimes will get mad at myself if I'm like not doing what I'm supposed to be doing and then I'm, I'm like 
having fun or like laughing at a movie which is super fucked because like how can you it's not fair it's not it's absolutely not fair to to just put all that pressure on yourself constantly where like you can't even enjoy yourself because you feel like just like not like worthless but just like you're not doing anything you're not like you don't feel like important in like a sense of like work you don't feel like you're making an impact in that sense or like you're just like not successful if you're not with all your free time doing something to like move your career forward or your passions forward or whatever and then you get interested in something and then it doesn't work out or you just like don't want to do it and then you hate yourself for that because you're like I wasted time doing that or also like why couldn't I stick with it like all this pressure instead of just being like okay well I tried that didn't like it and that's fine or like I tried that and wasn't good at it so it's like okay if I like quit doing it but your brain's like, why would you do that? You shouldn't have done that. You should have stuck with it. Like, you you give up on things too easily. Or you're too easy on yourself. Like, you're too relaxed. Like, I remember telling my mom, like, some sort of version of this. But, like, when I was in college and, like, really struggling. Or even after I, like, dropped out. I think, like, one, one day I was just, like... Oh, like, bawling and just, like, having a rough time. <laughs> and she just said, kept asking me, she was like, why are you so hard on yourself? And I could not, even now, I'm still like, no, you don't understand. Like, I have to be. Like, I deserve this. Like, I deserve to be, like, this disappointed in myself. Which no one does. <laughs> like, it's okay to be, like, mad at yourself for just, like, okay, like, I did something stupid. Or, like, I just, like, didn't use this day as well as I could have. But, like, I'll try tomorrow. Versus putting yourself in, like, the biggest hole. Like, the deepest hole. And burying yourself in disappointment and, like, what-ifs and regret. It just, like, it's so debilitating. Because you do this because you're not producing anything. And then, because of this, and because of, like, just being, like, stuck, then you don't do anything else. So, it's just, like, it's, like, just running in a circle. Like, you're not producing anything. And then you're, like, I'm disappointed because I'm not producing anything. And because of that disappointment, I'm not going to produce anything. So, it just keeps, like, going around and around. And you don't even get a break because it's you. No one good in your life is going to tell you like hey you should be doing more I think you're being lazy and you're and we're disappointed in you like <laughs> no one would say that to you and you wouldn't say that to anyone you cared about like if you actually care about them like I would never say that to one of my friends and I have so much I take so much care and have so much I don't, understanding for them and I can never apply to myself ever 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 
even if I say it to them, they're like, okay, well, like, I'm not going to worry about it. Meanwhile, my brain has never stopped worrying about it. Like, this, the tidiest thing, the tidiest thing. Or, like, the ability to, like, celebrate your friend's successes and you want to, and you want them to do great, and then you have, like, this voice in your head that, like, just tells you, like, well, you should be doing that. Why aren't you doing that? We'd be celebrating you right now if you were uh, competent to do so. If you were actually like, trying hard and working hard, like they're working hard. Why are you not working hard? And you're just like, fuck, man. I give up. Like, I give in. <laughs> and you just want to, like, r- crawl up in a ball and just, like, cease to exist. Lack of a better word. A little, it's a little rough, but you know what I mean. It's hard to do that every single day. It's especially hard to do that every single day for like two years, which what I, which is what I was doing, and it was god awful. And every now and then, it obviously still is awful and it creeps in. But I did do a lot of like healing from that that time period, and even saying this out loud, like the past. <laughs> 20 minutes felt like a relief to like get that off my chest because oh god like I want to do so well I want to be the best at something and for some reason being a good friend and being a good person and people saying, like, how like great you are and everything. It's just never enough for me. Because unless some external source is going to take something I produced. Or, like, pay me <laughs> to do something or say I did a good job. It's never going to matter to me. And I hate that about myself. Because what the fuck? God, that's so, that's so valuable. So valuable that people love you and want to be around you. And they, like, love you. Like, God, the people in my life that care about me, they love me so much. And I love them, of course. So it feel I almost feel bad. Because I'm like, shit. They, and then I go into this thing where I'm like, oh, well, they have, like, high expectations for me, too. And I would just add it to, like, another list of people I am failing now. Which, not a single one of my friends has ever, 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 ever indicated to me that they're disappointed in me, obviously. But, in the back of my mind, always, if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, if I'm up at 2am, not doing something useful, like learning something, or um, writing... I feel like I'm just like an imposter because I think they think <laughs> that I, I'm i great and like going to be successful and all this stuff. And I'm like, shit, well, like, when is that going to happen? I feel like it just like this ne- never ending feeling of like it just creeping up on you. Like life just creeping up on you and then like everyone like moving past you and you're like, okay, like when am I going to be successful at something? Am I ever? And it feels like just time is like 
running out for it to be like acceptable that I'm not like established in whatever that means. Like I very much have a job, have a full-time job that pays well. I can, I can live in a good area. I can pay for things, pay my bills appropriately and do all the things I want to do and spend money on stupid things. But because it's not what I like envisioned for myself, that it doesn't, it feels like a failure. Like it feels like, I don't know. It's not enough. That's what it is. It's like the constant feeling of just like not being enough. For who? I don't know. <laughs> Myself, I guess. Not being, not being what I thought I was going to be. Which again, like, 17, like, you know fucking nothing. You know fuck all about anything. So it is ridiculous that I am concerned about disappointing her. Because she knows absolutely nothing. She knows very little struggle. Um, serious struggle. She knows very little, like, heartbreak or disappointment. So why am I worried about what she would think about the situation? Why would that- it's so unnecessary. <laughs> like, she- Fuck her, honestly. Fuck her if she would be disappointed right now. Because I don't need that negativity added on to fucking already feeling negative about- Oh, Jesus. Already feeling negative about myself. I don't- I don't really need that. <laughs> I- And I hate that I care. Because even as I just said that, I'm like, that's not true. I care. <laughs> like, <laughs> I fully care what you think. I think it's less about disappointing her and I just, like, want her to be proud. Which in reality, she would. The amount of snot that just came out of my nose is ridiculous, but she would be proud. Because I'm proud. And I think that we don't... We don't place enough value on like non-tangible success does that make sense like the fact that I <laughs> the fact that I two years ago was depending on the week sleeping uh, probably 20 hours a day the fact that I was eating once a day the fact that I was like just like not a person <laughs> compared to now that is something to be proud of and absolutely is a big deal like it has to be a big deal right but why can I not be proud of that like it have like be focused on that more than I'm focused on being successful in the sense of like money or um s status or something because the fact of the matter is I don't sleep 20 hours a day anymore and I eat like an old person and I work out every day and I make it a point to put like my mental health and 
my happiness in front of like every other thing in every other person in my life that is something to celebrate and I am very proud of that I'm very proud that I'm like happy <laughs> like that sounds like so silly because everyone wants to be happy but like just being like happy like during your day and like doing nothing and not like accomplishing something but still being happy with yourself two years ago I would probably would I would be like yeah okay all right what does that mean what are you doing why are you happy how are you happy with yourself when you're not uh, working <laughs> and making like six figures like how are you happy with yourself how are you satisfied because I never wanted to be like a complacent person or be like stagnant in any uh shape or form and I have to constantly remind myself that it's not I'm not stagnant like being happy with myself is in no way being like complacent with life that being the main goal is absolutely what should be happening. Like, nothing else makes a fucking difference if I'm not happy. Because all those times, like, when I was a kid, that I felt successful, I was happy, though. I wasn't just, like, living off that success, and, like, you know, that feeling, and then, like, going home and, like, like, bleh. Like, you know what I mean? I was happy. I was enjoying myself. So what I'm saying is, that success means virtually nothing if you aren't happy or you're able to, or like if you're not able to enjoy it. Or like have people in your life that make you enjoy living and existing. Because <laughs> what does that mean? Because then, then it becomes for other people. That success is for other people, not for you. Because what you care about now is how other people perceive you. Not how you perceive yourself. Because if you hate yourself and then you're like doing this job and making all this money or whatever and you're famous or su successful. You care because other people can see you. Like that's the extent of your, <laughs> your worth. Like other people are seeing that you're doing well. So that makes you feel like you've done something in your life. But you don't feel happy. So why does it matter? Why does any of that matter? Why? Same it makes no sense that I'm crying right now. Because I know that just like now saying it. Like I had just like a fucking like mid-episode epiphany. I am happy and should be satisfied with life. Not complacent. Satisfied in the sense that I am doing my best. And I think what the problem is like when people say that that phrase, like doing your best or whatever, I think people think doing your best means doing your best a hundred percent of every second, of every minute, of every hour, of every day <laughs> of the year, doing your best. But that's not what it means. Let me let me break it down for you. Let me let me let me let you know a little secret. Doing your best means literally like doing your best. If I want to work on this, if I want to work on my writing, and if I want to like pursue that, 
during the day and I get that done, that does not mean I'm doing my best. But if I woke up that day, did something I really enjoyed, I made sure I ate, I slept, I went to the gym, and then I get this work done, I'm absolutely doing my best. Or if tomorrow I wake up and I'm just like, I feel shitty and I want to sit in bed all day and that's going to make me feel better, that's me also doing my best. Does that make sense to you? Your best is exactly in that moment the best thing for you. Like that's you, that's like you doing your best. Not like how much shit can I just churn out into the universe that other people can take and read or whatever. How like that is not how we get to measure doing our best. And it's stupid. <laughs> and we blame capitalism for this. No, but seriously. Why why is that not good enough for you? You're good you're doing great. I hope I'm gonna probably listen back to this and fucking ball my eyes out. It'd be super embarrassing because it's bad enough that I'm crying on the podcast, but crying listening to my own voice crying is a new low. <laughs> but yeah. Like doing your best is fine. Whatever version of that is. Doing your best for yourself is most important. And that might that might cause an issue with yourself. I'm sure at times you'll procrastinate some things because it just feels good at the moment. But so but most of us are aware. Most of us are aware if they could have done more in the day, but fucked it, fucked off. Like <laughs> you decided to binge watch some TV or whatever. So maybe you didn't try your best that day. But if you enjoyed yourself, no one got hurt. That day happened. Like that's okay. Maybe you did that. Maybe one less day of like having anxiety from having to work on something. Maybe that is that was the best for you that day. And even if it wasn't, it's one day. Like that's okay to let yourself exist and not have to work for something or something else or think like an have an existential crisis. Like what the fuck point of like you living is. Just chill. <laughs> I say as I'm having like a fucking nervous breakdown. No, I'm not. I promise. But you know what I mean. It's okay to be satisfied with just waking up and doing what you were supposed to do. Showering. If that's like the best you could do today, that is okay. <laughs> that is very okay. If you want to just roll out of bed and make some mac and cheese and eat it straight out the pot at least you got out of bed and you're eating there's a bright side to everything i think that's a, that's a frame of mind though that you have to like put yourself in and it takes a lot of effort and a lot of work to convince yourself that it's okay to do those things that it's okay to be satisfied with not being productive every single day like it takes a lot to learn that but once you do it will be super beneficial to your mental health your overall health and how you see yourself 
because if you stop seeing yourself as something that has to produce something like has to produce work to have any like impact or worth in this life when you stop seeing that instead and instead start seeing someone who whose existence and living every day and waking up every day and trying something or doing something is the point like that's that's the point your point isn't that your existence on life is not like the reason is not for you to like do x y and z you're here and being here is hard enough so let's celebrate that and be okay with not fucking working all day and just relaxing that's okay let's be okay with that let's be okay with taking a nap because you have so much shit to do (laughs) you're so you have so much work to do that you can't work that is okay I do that all the time and I almost always shit on myself for doing it immediately and I like get so sad because I'm like oh god I just wasted the day wasted wasted no did I do something you like ask yourself a question don't like make it like such a broad thing because like oh did I work hard today did I do my best today that's too big too too big let's minimize it right if I just make it like a small question like okay did I have fun today okay and you say yes to that Okay, you're having a great day. Alright, you did good. Day not wasted. Um, did I do something that made me happy today? Yes? Okay, awesome. Day, de- day definitely not wasted. Any day spent happy is absolutely not a day wasted. Also, any day spent sad is not a day wasted. Just something that you learn from. <laughs> Emotions are not bad. But hopefully you have those emotions and you learn something from them and you don't get stuck and wrapped up into them. Obviously, easier said than done. Coming from someone with depression. Really, pot calling the kettle black here. But, pull together, sis. No. But just be, like, nicer to yourself and nicer to other people and more understanding of other people and what you expect of them. And if you have expectations for people... Maybe don't, like, force them onto them. Don't. Don't make your wants their needs. Does that make sense? Did I just... Did y'all hear that? Don't make your wants their needs. Because you want these things for them. And you're putting... You're putting all this pressure on them. On purpose or not. What they're feeling is valid either way. So they're feeling all this pressure and they feel like they need to do something that you want. Which is not fair. They need, we need to be happy and to be healthy and exist. We don't need other people telling us what the fuck we need to be doing because they want us to do it. That ain't even fair. Life's hard enough. Jesus, we all got bills and shit world's on fire and I gotta fucking deal with the fact that someone thinks I should be doing more with my life Jesus hold up give me a fucking second I just woke up I know it's 1pm but I just woke up and you're putting all this on me slow down I'm gonna blow I'm gonna take a break and I'm gonna blow my nose and we're gonna be right back okay
That was a weird way to end it, but my nose is stuffed and I gotta take a break. Alright. Does my nose sound less stuffed or more stuffed because I blew my nose, so to get all the snot out. But I think it just made it more inflamed and my ears are clogged and I've not cried in so long. (gasps) I think I needed this. I've been having like a stressful week. Anyway, back to what I was saying. I don't remember what I was saying, but I will say one thing that I pointed out before making this podcast that I wanted to talk about. Failure. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) This this episode is such a downer. I don't mean for it to be a downer. I want it to be an upper. Just like stick around. Just stick around. I'm going to take you there. But failure, I was talking about my failure, not your failure. But if you want to see yourself in this, go right ahead. I am someone who is often so afraid of failure that I will stop myself from trying. If I think there's even an ounce of a percentage of a piece of the chance that I am not going to flourish or be the most successful I could be at this thing, I will absolutely not do it. I will not attempt this. Which is not healthy. And I have a lot of self-destructive behavior. For probably many reasons. I'm not going to not say that it's daddy issues, but (laughs) generally I like to end things before they can hurt my feelings. So, that, I mean, we see the connection. No, but I don't like to be hurt by myself. So I like to avoid that at all costs. And I know what is going to hurt my feelings is if someone doesn't like what I'm doing. If someone does not think that I'm great. If someone criticizes something I worked really hard on. In my mind, the idea of that is enough to stop me from trying. Which I've been working on. But I'm just being honest with you guys. That is definitely my largest hurdle that I have to come like across from. Like, telling people my ideas is such a big deal for me because like the fear I have that someone's not gonna like something is like so unnecessary but it's there all the time sharing anything with anyone that isn't perfect that is not top tier that is not perfection that has like no flaws at all like there's no option I cannot share something with someone if it's not perfect and that's the way I've been living the last like 23 years of my life but that's we're changing that okay we're gonna be 24 this year and something that i decided to do this year is this right here i didn't sorry oh let me let me circle back to show you how far we've come i've been wanting to do this for over a year over no let's say like two years yeah two years i've been wanting to do this and been talking about it and i did it and here we are. This is what, episode six. This is my second full week of doing this. Something I was so fucking terrified of because I was like, God, what if, God forbid, someone doesn't like me? <sighs> so fucking stupid. Like, someone having control over your life, especially when it's like someone you don't even know. Like, I was worried about hypothetical strangers. That would find this podcast and fucking hate it. Why? Why do I care? Why do you care? 
And when I started making this podcast, when I finally did it, the, the relief I felt. The relief that, like, I found when, like, two people listened to it. I was like, oh, okay. Nobody hates me. <laughs> like, it's so silly. That I thought, like, someone was going to hate me or, like, just, like, not like it. And even if they didn't like it, that I was going to, like, take that deep into my soul. Like, that was going to destroy me and, like, destroy, like, any positive feelings that I had about it. That just, like, just having someone having a negative opinion. It is okay for someone to not like this. This ain't, it ain't for everybody. That's alright. That's okay. I'm not for everyone. And I had, I have recently come to terms with that. That it is okay if people don't like me. It's okay if I don't like people. I mean, I'm more okay with me not liking people, but it's very okay. It's very okay for someone not to like what I'm producing, what I put out there, if they think it's stupid. What does that take away from me? Obviously, it's very natural. It's very human nature to hear like a hundred people say you're doing great and then hear like one person say a negative thing. You're like... Why didn't all 101 people love it? Like, girl, 100 people just told you you're great and you're listening to that one fucking idiot. And of course, he's a fucking idiot because he didn't like you. Like, he should like you. So, he, you didn't lose anything. You don't want to be associated with them anyway. And I say this all while knowing that I will be very soon get to a point again where I'm just like no but they didn't like that or they they left me in common and they thought it was stupid like dude get over yourself why are you so important that you think <laughs> that everyone needs to like you and as if it takes any value away from you like no one's even paying attention <laughs> and I mean that like in the nicest way possible not enough people are looking at you or worried about you for you to give a shit what they think and even if they are a lot of people if the people that you love and care for and put effort in and the people that like love you and they put effort into you, if they're enjoying you and they love you, that is very much the only thing that matters. That's it. Like, that's all that matters. Goodness me, it's so easy to get wrapped up in like being upset about things or being hurt. And you're allowed to be hurt like by things and by other people, like their actions or whatever. But it's not something that we can fixate on anymore. Because if we cannot change it, we cannot change it, we're not putting energy into it anymore. I refuse. I refuse to put any more energy into things that I cannot fix or I cannot change. Like, if something happens and, like, you break off a relationship of any kind or whatever, if you cannot change it, obviously you can be upset about it, but I give I give you a couple days to be upset about it. After that, you can't waste any more energy on it and it is wasting it's wasting if nothing can change obviously if it's something that you can work on like with another person or work on i don't know with yourself then maybe yeah put a lot of energy into that and be upset about it and be like okay let's let's figure out what we do but i'm gonna say that the majority of things that we get upset about that we can't change so stop it (laughs) i'm stopping and some people might think you're just like way too like blase about things but tell them i said it and if this is me listening to it (laughs) 
I said it to you, so listen, okay? All right. It's okay to let people be mad at you for putting yourself first, okay? Like, that is a perfectly acceptable thing to be like, oh, you're upset because I'm putting my happiness ahead of your bullshit. (laughs) Like, okay, you can be mad at me. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, fully take advantage of being mad at me. I could not care less. You do not matter. Like, how any sane person that is going to get mad at you for, like, not putting up with him and being like, hey, I, you're giving me anxiety or you're, this situation is, like, making me upset and it's just, like, not worth it. That person that gets mad at you calls you selfish or whatever. <laughs> they're an asshole. So, it's totally fine. If they want to be mad at you, they can be mad at you. And guess what? They're the, they're going to be the ones wasting energy and time on a situation when they could be doing a bunch of other shit. They could be bettering themselves, bettering the world, trying hard to, I don't know, solve wor- world hunger or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? Stop wasting your time. It's useless. It sucks. It's the worst feeling. I, I know it's the worst feeling someone not liking you. But girl, you've got other things to worry about. If they are not paying your bills, pay them no mind. RuPaul said that. (laughs) But it's a good point. Like, you ain't paying my bills. You're not giving me anything. You are not my parent or whatever. So, like, all these things, none of these involve you. But somehow I'm going to let you dictate my life. Dictate what I do. Dictate my own happiness or my self-worth. What? That is so ghetto. Don't do that. Don't do that. We're not letting people determine our self-worth or how we feel about ourselves. No, granted. If you're a person (laughs) where like like 20 people have this opinion about you, okay. (laughs) Maybe maybe we should take a second. Take some self-reflect for a second. But I'm going to say for most people... The majority of people in your life like you and enjoy you. So, someone judging you, someone not liking you in your life, someone being mad at you, someone being mean or whatever, stop paying attention to them. Stop. Just stop. It's so hard to do, I know, but like, the minute when you're actually able to do that, like just naturally... And not have to, like, actively try. But, like, your body is already, like, ready to go. And is ready to be, like, I'm forgetting about this as soon as I leave this door. Like, (laughs) when you get there, it is the best feeling on earth. Because even if, like, you just take away, like, like, like a 16th of the attention you would have gave to that situation. The relief you can feel, like, throughout your body. And just, like, mentally. Is going to be so beneficial that you're going to want to do it more and more and all the time. All the time. I do it all the time. I literally am just like, I'm going to take myself out of the situation. (laughs) Whether or not you like it, whether or not you're upset about it is honestly not my business. Because see how this is negatively affecting me and my mental situation. So I'm going to take myself out of the equation. Doesn't mean I don't care. Doesn't mean this. It means I can't care. Does that make sense? It means I cannot put any more 
effort into the situation without it being like detrimental to me in my health. And I cannot care about someone else's health more than I care about my own. I think you can care about it equally. But even in reality, you should absolutely be caring about your own stability more than other people. Stop letting people make you feel like you can't be, or that it even is selfish. It's not selfish to be like, hey, I should be 100% sound before taking care of another person. For some reason, the world has warped you and me into believing that God forbid we put ourselves first, then we're just a shitty person. God forbid we choose not to tolerate people not being the great, the best they can to us or giving us what we deserve or want. That does not make you selfish. That makes you so fucking wise, <laughs> so strong to... Be able to like notice something and then actively work to change it and then change it. The strength it takes to do that is what, girl, in theory, I'm already proud of you. Because I know, hopefully, that someone, somebody, one of you, three of you, maybe, will listen to this and see this as a sign to maybe, I don't know, cut off that toxic family member. Or break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Or tell your boss, hey, you are giving me way too much work (laughs) for what you're paying me for. And it's ruining my fucking brain. It's melting my soul. And then you're going to do so much better. You just like tell them like, hey, not go fuck yourself. But you know, like in theory, go fuck yourself. Or change and then I'll be fine. But if you're not going to change, then I'm going to go. And that's fine. The life goes on. The world keeps spinning. People that I think are the center of the universe, you're not. I'm the center of the universe. No, I'm just kidding. I'm the center of my universe. And we're all, we all should be the centers of our universes. And the people we allow to be there with us should not be causing us pain, should not be causing us a headache or anxiety. And neither should jobs or careers Obviously, nothing's perfect, and things are going to bother you, and you're going to get anxious about them. Do you know what I mean? But I, th- I mean things that, like, permanently make you feel that way. There is no need for them. They are not, I guarantee you, they're not, not it's not them or it. <laughs> they're not providing you enough for what they're taking away from you. You got me? You feel me? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? If you're not getting anything out of this situation, and it's taking so much out of you, you gotta let it go. Like Keisha said, you gotta let that shit go. Because that fucking will kill you. Oh my god. You will be a shell of a human. A fucking shell of a human. If you just keep letting things like this drain your life. If you keep letting you, you up there, your brain, miss anxiety up there, miss self-doubt, miss self-deprecating. You know what? switch that i'm gonna call them mister because in my opinion more men have called caused me anxiety so i'm gonna i'm gonna label their yeah i'm gonna gender them as mr mr trauma right mr anxiety mr depression mr we should be doing more well how about you fucking sit down and relax i'm fucking watching criminal minds i'm aware i've watched the whole series six times but i really want to pay attention to this episode just in case I missed something the last five times. Do you know what I mean? And mind your business. <laughs> it's okay to take care. 
take care of yourself and love yourself and put yourself first. Always. You're not going to regret putting yourself first. I swear to God. I swear to you. Are you kidding me? Name one person you know who put themselves first and regrets it. (laughs) And I mean it like not in a douchey way. I mean like their self like happiness and like their mental health. No one who has done that and had like healthy relationships regrets making that decision. No fucking chance. If you're putting yourself first in like a selfish way where you're just like you really just don't care about others, that's different. But you putting yourself first while also caring about other things, that's a win-win right there. Like I care so much about my friends and they know that. I'll do anything for them. My mama, anything. But I will never, ever, ever, ever put my mental health second to them, ever. No chance. And I think once you struggle with something like that for an extended period of time, you never want to feel like that ever again. Especially if you're able to make it out. Like, it's like you get to make it out. So why would you ever want to go back into that hole and feel so fucking de- like buried in shit? Never. I will never put myself in that situation. I will never, ever, 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 ever. In no scenario is any person worth that. And I mean that lovingly. Everyone in my life that I love and I tell them I love, they know that I love them. Like, genuinely know that <laughs> that I care for them, like, more than, like, anything in the world. Almost anything. Except myself. I care for myself more. Because I have to. Because I can't, I can't go back. I can't go back into that frame of mind where I'm not worried about myself. Where I'm, like, on the back burner. That will never happen again. And I make no apologies for that. I don't think anyone should make any apologies for that. But I'm last, least of all me, I'm not fucking doing that. And recently I just discovered I wasn't paying attention. But I think, I think in a month. Yeah, I think in a month it'll be three years since I've self-harmed. And yeah, I'm fucking very happy about that. And so proud and so happy. And there have been a couple moments where I've almost dipped back into that. But I didn't. And there are situations that arose from that that I now have cut off because I can't do that. Because I will never do that, like I said. And I'm so proud of that. I'm so proud to not have to feel like that ever again. Because I'm making it a point to never even allow myself to get anywhere near that ever again ever no 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 so if you want to call me blase if you want to say oh she's just like all about herself (laughs) anyone that cares about me and knows me would never say that so if you have that opinion about me i could not give two fucks couldn't give one fuck but i'm gonna be nice could not give two fucks what you think about me if you don't even know me well enough to like make that judgment now if my friends came up to me and said hey hey girl I think you're being a little, you're being a little selfish lately. I'd be like, okay, maybe do some self-reflection. But you, you, I don't even know you. And if I do know you, I don't like you. (laughs) Your opinion of me is none of my fucking business. Keep that shit to yourself. Because we over here are positive. We are, guess what? I'm also B, literally my blood type is B positive. You think I'm gonna let you fuck with my mental? No chance. No chance. 
Not happening. I got a fucking squeaky ass couch and I got a podcast that a hundred people have listened to and I'm out here doing it. So I don't care what you think about me. You can kiss my ass. It's very white right now because I have not seen the sun. So you have that to look forward to. Oh, we really, I hope you stuck around for this ending because the point was to start off with the negative not the negative but the less exciting the less happy part and then take a time travel and then go through and show you like okay what happens after and thankfully i'm in the after and i know so many people feel that way and they're in the after and they're doing so good and i'm so proud of you whatever you're doing and if you're in the during i'm also proud of you because you're still here And it's hard to be here. (laughs) It is hard to be here all the time. Especially when you're not feeling great about being here. So I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you if you haven't taken a step yet to fix it. I'm proud of you if you finally told one person about your depression or your anxiety, your struggles in general. Or you told someone about your trauma. I'm proud of you for getting that off your chest proud of you I'm proud of that person that you told for being such a fucking good person that you felt that you could tell them I'm proud of you I'm proud of you all you listeners I'm proud of you all you friends out there all you family members or whatever that listen to people come to you about really hard things or really sensitive things I'm proud of you for being such a good person that that person felt safe you made them feel safe and that's something no one could take away from you that you made someone feel safe enough to confide in you don't ever but tell him I said it if someone shits on you be like oh well uh Kayla said that I get to be proud of myself because someone likes me and I'm a nice enough person to want to be confided in and you tell him to fuck off because I said so oh can we take a second just breathe with me just okay I'm just gonna take an inhale and out Doesn't that feel so good? Do you feel like there's something lifted off of you? I feel lifted. I literally in the middle of this podcast had a fucking headache from crying. And now I feel so happy and so positive that I was able to share this and able to maybe reach one person. Because that's the dream. That's what I want to write and that's what I want to put out in this podcast. I was like, if I make one person laugh or one person's day better or think differently, that is quite literally all I could ever hope for and ever wish for ever so it is Friday and I hope you have the most awesome weekend ever and if you're listening to this not on a Friday have a good week and yeah new episodes come out every every Monday Wednesday and Friday and most of them are gonna be me not crying I can't promise that I won't cry again because sometimes she be do she be do Jesus Christ See, this is the only time I really think you should kill yourself. Because this is just embarrassing at this point. That was a joke. That was so a joke. Because we're past that, remember? <laughs> a little suicide joke to get you get you going. Anyways. I do be emotional. And that's okay. If you're emotional, that's also okay. So if you want to cry with me sometimes, just let me know. You, you say, hey Kayla, do another emotional episode so I can cry and get the good cries out. I'll do that. I'll do that for you because I love you. 
Thank you for listening. See you later.